Hello, Cryptonauts. Happy Sunday. Today is June 7, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily average and the crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, let's get started with the top 10 daily average. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $9,740.07 for a 0.78% gain. And in second place, we have Ethereum settling at $243.99 for a 0.8% gain. And in third place, we have USDT Tether settling at $1 for a 0.03% gain. And in fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at 20 cents for a nine, no, correction, 0.09% loss. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $256.09 for a 0.89% gain. And in sixth place, we have Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision. My goodness, it's warm in here. Satoshi's Vision settling at $192.37 for a 0.8% loss. And in seventh place, we have Litecoin settling at $46.74 for a 0.46% gain. And in eighth place, we have Binance Coin for a settling at $17.45 for a 0.65% loss. And in ninth place, we have EOS settling at $2.79 for a 0.33% loss. And in 10th place, we have Cardano settling at $0.08. Cents for a 0.25% loss. All right, that is the top 10. Our overall market cap is $276.70 billion for an overall 0.02% loss. All right, let's get started with the crypto news of the day. Let's see what we got going on today. All right, Cryptonauts, first and foremost, make sure you are safe. There is still a lot of protest and rioting going on all around the nation and actually around the globe for other reasons. Um, but make sure you're safe. Make sure you're well protected. Make sure your family's safe. We still got the COVID-19 situation going on. So make sure you're wearing a mask. Make sure you're wiping everything down, especially new things that you're bringing into the home. That's what you have to do first and foremost, right? So let's get started. Oh, and as a friendly reminder, there is a Discord channel open and available to join. And I will leave it a description link. No, I will leave a link in the description below. All right, with that said, let's get started. First news coming in from Cointelegraph. U.S. Pentagon created a war game to fight the establishment with BTC. Documents reveal the Pentagon... Whoa, fireworks. Jeez, Louise, that's... Jeez Louise. Okay, fireworks, I heard you. Uh, U.S. Pentagon created a war game to fight the establishment with BTC. Documents reveal the Pentagon created a war game in which players were rewarded in Bitcoin for taking down financial institutions. Bum, bum, bum. In the midst of ongoing protests across the United States, some turned violent by police brutality. One publication has uncovered information on a Pentagon war game created in 2018 that has an uncanny resemblance to the current events. 
According to a June 6th article in The Intercept, documents reveal that the United States Pentagon created a game ca called the 2018th, 2018th Joint Land, Air, and Sea Strategic Special Program, JLAS. In the scenario, members of Generation Z, people born starting in the mid-1990s, are rewarded in Bitcoin for their efforts starting a rebellion, i.e. Zebellion. Players in the fictitious United States in the 2020s are given the proceeds of their attacks on target corporations, financial institutions, and political and non-profit organizations that support the establishment in the cryptocurrency. According to the document, Zebellions uses software programs to root any proceeds into laundering programs that ultimately convert national currencies into Bitcoin and makes small below the threshold donations to worthy recipients, including members who conduct the attacks or have a financial need. Echoes of the real 2020s, though purportedly created in 2018 before the coronavirus pandemic and the rising authoritarianism of Trump and his supporters in Congress, the backstory of the game resembles the current forces driving some towards cryptocurrencies in the United States. The JLAS cited governments providing er erroneous or misleading information into official websites intended to confuse citizens and create mistrust. While citizens lose faith in traditional information network, the scenario accurately describes Trump's attempts to use social media to ups... Uh, uh, oh, jeez. I have never seen this word before in my life. Obfuscate? Obfuscate the truth. Obfuscate the truth. I'm going to have to look that up later on. Meanwhile, the Zebellion begins with rallies and protests to ex expose injustice and corruption. People across the country are currently gathering in major cities to demand justice for police murder of African-American George Floyd protesting with Bitcoin. In the actual 2020s, it's not just the youngest generations moving towards crypto in response to a feeling of unsettlement and insecurity. Cointelegraph has reported on how Bitcoin can be a tool for pro protesters of all ages against financial institutions. One crypto YouTuber even moved to Saipan to escape the totalitarian tyranny. Totalitarian tyranny he predicted was about to occur in America. Ooh, isn't that, isn't that crazy? Actually, there's, there's a lot of games that have been playing recently that have just been hinting at this whole coronavirus thing, stuff that's actually, just recently, like the past five years, I've been playing a lot of these games. So all of a sudden there's like coronavirus, like it's kind of weird. You start to look at, you start to put these pieces together. It's like, did these developers know? Hmm, hmm, did they? Did the government know? Hmm? I'm sure the government knew. Next news, securities de debuted on-chain dividend payouts for Lottery.com security tokens. Look at that, the lottery is gonna go to blockchain. Awesome. Digital securities manager securitized a blockchain-based transfer agent has delivered a dividend-like payout to holders of one of its issuers security tokens, a company first, distributing a royalty payment to holders of Lottery.com. Security tokens Friday. What? Secure, 
Securitize claims it has become the first registered security records keeper, a transfer agent that also dis disperses token holder payments entirely on blockchain. Transfer agents maintain and update and update security ownership records as well as distribute payments like shareholder dividends or interest in Lottery.com's case, a portion of raffle revenue to owners, but transfer agents aren't always paying agents. The ones actually delivering those payments to shareholders as Securitized Essential says it has become... Okay, next news. Um, FATF meeting scheduled to discuss VASP compliance with travel rule. The CEO of fintech company CoolBitX says only 10% of countries in the CATF are prepared for the June 24th meeting to discuss the travel rule. The Financial Action Task Force, FATF, has a plenary, plenary meeting scheduled on June 24th to assess the progress of virtual asset services providers, VASPs, worldwide enforcing the organization's travel rule. According to Powell Kuskowski, Powell Kuskowski's at Forbes, the FATF meeting will be held virtually in two weeks to discuss the organization's guidelines intended to make VASPs compliant with anti-money laundering (AML), the anti-terrorist financials financing ATF regulations. He says the FATF members' jurisdictions must demonstrate progress or implement the travel rule as their efforts will be reviewed at the June 24th meeting. Do I want to read the rest of this? Not really. Next news. Three reasons Bitcoin price could be on the verge of a new uptrend. Uh, we'll take a quick glance at that. Bitcoin price may be gearing up for a short-term rally as miners sell less BTC than they mined on a daily basis. The price of Bitcoin has risen by 170% in the last three months from $3,600. What, what? In the last three months? I, I, don't re I don't recall it ever. Unless this is, I don't know, OTC. But I, in the last three months, I was around crypto in the last three months. And I was watching the market very closely. And I don't recall it ever being $3,600. Anyways, $3,600 to $9,700. Despite the immense three-month recovery, a series of fundamental factors point to the possibility of another uptrend in the near term. Three reasons Bitcoin is likely to see an upsurge are increasing exchange outflow, miners' revenue finding support, and the rising number of so-called hodlers or investors that hold BTC for prolonged periods. A confluence of three compelling factors set Bitcoin up for a move up. When the outflow of Bitcoin from exchanges increases, it suggests investors are preparing to hold BTC for the long term. Typically, exchanges users withdraw Bitcoin with the intent of sending BTC to a personal wallet. And this trend often indicates that users have less appetite to trade Bitcoin in the foreseeable future. The decline in Bitcoin exchange outflow coincides with a recovery in minor revenue as miners generate more BTC through mining in the aftermath of the latest hash rate difficulty adjustment. Existing miners are becoming more profitable. If the operational cost to mine Bitcoin declines, the need to sell more BTC in the short term for major miners centers could also decrease. There is a possibility that the outflow of BTC is partially coming, coming from miners. Okay, we're done with that news. Um, Block.1 to launch social media platform ahead of schedule. 
Okay, okay. I, I never heard of this. According to Voice CEO Salazalatimo, Salazalatimo, the platform has pivoted from an autumn launch date and will be available to readers on July 4th. Voice, the social media... Oh, I did actually hear about Voice. Voice, the social media platform by EOS creator Block.1, announced that it will launch on July 4th. According to a tweet posted by Voice Chief Executive Officer, CEO Salazalatimo, on June 6th, the social media platform will be available to readers on U.S. Independence Day, with only registered users able to publish content or engage online. Quote, We had been building towards a big reveal this fall, said Zalatimo, but we simply can't wait any longer. We need to take social social back from big tech now. The platform had been in beta testing since February 14th. The CEO said registration would remain on request until August 15th when voice users can begin to invite friends. Ready to monetize social media. Since the company is responsible for the EOS IO protocol announced it would be developing a blockchain based social media platform in June 2019. Block.1 has invested 100 million dollars in cash and 50 million dollars in intellectual property into voice in addition the company purchased the domain names voice.com for 30 million dollars coin telegraph reported block.1 secured a patent for a blockchain-based bidding system for promotional exposure tied to popular social media posts this patent is likely to be implemented on voice however despite being a cryptocurrency powered platform Voice has come under fire for privacy concerns. Our members will have their identities verified with some metadata used to prevent and detect crime. Boom, boom, boom. Next news, Satoshi Nakamoto. That's the title. Satoshi Nakamoto is inventor of the Bitcoin. I love, I love these things. Satoshi Nakamoto is inventor of the Bitcoin protocol, publishing a paper outlining it via the cryptography mailing list on November 1st 2008. He then released the first version of the Bitcoin software client in 2009 and participated with others on the project via mailing list under, until he finally began to fade from the community towards the end of 2010. Nakamoto worked with people on the open source Bitcoin team but took care never to reveal anything personal about himself. The last anyone heard from him was in the spring of 2011 when he said that he had, quote, moved on to other things but he was japanese right satoshi means clear thinking quick-witted wise naka means medium inside or relationship moto can mean origin or foundation those things would all apply to a person who founded a movement by designing a clever algorithm the problem of course is that each word has multiple possible meanings it is not known for sure whether Satoshi Nakamoto was Japanese or not. In fact, it's rather presumptuous to assume that he was actually a he, allowing for the fact that this could have been a pseudonym, he could have been a she, or even a they. Does anyone know who Nakamoto was? No. But the detective technique, techniques that people use when guessing, are sometimes even more intriguing than the answer. The New Yorker's 
Joshua Davis believed that a Satoshi Nakamoto was Michael Clear, a graduate cryptography student at Dublin's Trinity College. He arrived at the conclusion by analyzing 80,000 words of Nakamoto's online writing and searching for linguistic clues. He also suspected Finnish economics sociologist and former game developer Vili Ledonverta both have denied being Bitcoin's inventor. Michael Clear publicly denied being Satoshi at a 2013 web summit. Adam Pennenberg, a at Fast Company, argued instead that Nakamoto may have actually been three people. Neil King, Vladimir Oxman, and Charles Bry. He figured this out by typing unique phrases from Nakamoto's Bitcoin paper into Google to see if they were used anywhere else. One of them, comp- computationally impractical to reverse, turned up in a patent application made by Beast 3 for updating and distributing encryption keys. The Bitcoin.com domain name originally used by Satoshi to publish the paper had been registered three days after the patent application was fi- was filed. It was registered in Finland and one of the patent authors had traveled there six months before they before the domain was registered. All of them deny it. In any case, when Bitcoin.org was registered on August 18th, 2008, the registrant actually used a Japanese anonymous registration service and hosted it using a Japan-based ISP. The registration for the site was only transferred to Finland on May 18, 2011, which weakens the Finland theory somewhat. Others think that it was Marty, Marty Malmi, a developer living in Finland who has been involved with Bitcoin since the beginning and developers its user's interface. A finger has also been pointed at Jed McCaleb, lover of Japanese culture and former resident of Japan. McCaleb created troubled Bitcoin exchange Mt. Gox. He also co-founded industry startups Ripple and Stellar. Another another theory suggests that computer scientist Donald O'Mahony and Michael Pierce are Satoshi based on a paper they authored concerning digital payments along with Hitesh Tewari based on a book that they published together. O'Mahony and Tewari also studied at Trinity College where Michael Clear was a student. Israeli scholar Dorit, Ron, and Adi Shamir of the Wismane Institute retracted allegations made in a paper suggesting a link between Satoshi and Silk Road. The black market website that was taken down by the FBI in October 2013. They had suggested a link between an address allegedly owned by Satoshi and the site. Security researcher Dustin D. Tremel owner, owned the address and disputed the claim that he was Satoshi Nakamoto. In May 2013, internet pioneer Ted Nelson threw another hat into the ring. Japanese mathematician Professor Shinichi Mochizuki, although he admits that that the evidence is circumstantial at best. In February 2014, Newsweek's Leah McGrath Goodman claimed to have tracked down the real Satoshi Nakamoto. Dorian S. Nakamoto has since denied he he knows anything about Bitcoin, eventually hiring a lawyer and releasing an official statement to that effect. 
Hal Finney, Michael Weber, Wei Dai, and several other developers were among those who are periodically named in media reports and online discussions as potential Satoshi Nakamoto candidates. A group of forensic linguistic experts from Ashton University believe the real creator of Bitcoin is Nick Sasbor, based upon analyst of the Bitcoin white, white paper. Dominic Frisbee, a comedian and writer, also suggests that Bitgold's creator, Sasboy, was most likely candidate to be Satoshi in the, his book, Bitcoin, The Future of Money. He detailed analysts involved the linguistic of Satoshi's writing, judging the level of technical skill in C++ and even Satoshi's likely birthday. In Nathaniel Popper's book, Digital Gold, released in May 2015, Popper revealed that in a rare encounter at an event, Sasboy denied that he was Satoshi. In early 2015, re- reports by Wired and Gizmondo, excuse me, and Gizmondo, Gizmondo tentatively claimed to have identified Nakamoto as Australian entrepreneur Craig S. Wright. Wired cited an anonymous source close to Wright who provided a cache of emails, transcripts, and other documents that point to Wright's rule in the creation of Bitcoin. Gizmondo cited documents sourced from someone claiming to have hacked Wright's business email account as well as efforts to interview individuals close to him. The idea that that the Wright-Satoshi connection is nothing but a hoax has been floated by observers though. What is known? One thing that is known based on an interview with people that were involved at an early stage in the development of Bitcoin is that Satoshi Nakamoto thought Bitcoin out very thoroughly. His coding wasn't conventional, according to core developers Jeff Garzik, in that he didn't apply the same rigorous testing expected from a classic software engineer. How rich is he? An analysis by Sergio Lerner, an authority on Bitcoin and cryptography, suggests that Satoshi mined many of the early blocks in the network and that he had around 1 million BTC. What is he doing now? No one knows what Satoshi is up to, but one of the last emails he sent to a software developer dated April 23, 2011 said, I've moved on to other things. It's in good hands with Gavin and everyone. Did he work for the government? There are rumors, of course. The obvious question would be why one of the three-letter agencies would be interested in creating a cryptocurrency that would be subsequent subsequently be used as an anonymous trading mechanism, causing senators and the FBI alike to wring their hands out potential terrorism and other criminal endeavors. Perhaps it doesn't matter. Core developer Jeff Garzik puts it succulently, quote, Satoshi published an open source system for the purpose that you didn't have to know who he was and trust who he was, or care about his knowledge, he said. Open source code makes it impossible to hide the secret. The source code spoke for itself. Garzik added, moreover, it was smart to use a uh, a pseudonym, he argues, because it forced people to to focus on the technology itself, rather than on the personality behind it. At the end of the day, Bitcoin is now far bigger than Satoshi Nakamoto. Having said that, 
if the real Satoshi Nakamoto's out there, get in touch. Oh my goodness, I love that. I love reading these things, man, about Satoshi Nakamoto, who the real Satoshi is. Um, are we out of time? We're pretty much out of time. Oh man, uh, I love those. Um, investors turn bullish, yes. Crypto longs and shorts, yeah. Bloomberg, BTC bombshells, Coinbase Fury, eh. Um, Ether versus Tether, eh. Help blockchain tech can help fight COVID. Ransomware attacks exposes 1.5 terabytes of stolen aerospace data. Wow. These two Bitcoin on-chain metrics suggest that post-hiving dips have ended. Be your own bank and the luxury of apathy. 40% of new fintech firms in Hong Kong operate with blockchain. Wow. Claims of selling Bitcoin users' data are overblown, says Coinbase. Wow, let's read that. In the end of Coinbase's reign, uh, is the end of Coinbase's reign near? Key takeaway: Coinbase employee says the company isn't selling, whoop, isn't selling user data to law enforcement agencies. All the data in Coinbase's analytic tools is public information that can be recreated by anyone else. Frequent outrage and mounting privacy concerns are forcing users to seek alternatives. Absolutely. I want to get out of Coinbase as well. It's just, it's just, it's an absolute convenient on-ramp. That's all it is. But even then it's like, yeah, there's gotta be an alternative out there soon. Uh, crypto exchange Coinbase is once again in hot waters over its relationship with regulators. While the exchange is not selling personal user data, there are mounting concerns from customers and the broader community alike. Coinbase under fire again. Coinbase is selling a blockchain tool that provides law enforcement agencies with superior analytical capabilities that other products lack, reported the blog. The, new, the news of Coinbase's selling the IRA and DEA access this tool has not gone down with the crypto community. But the claims of selling user data are overblown. Justin Mart, a corporate developer executive at Coinbase, rubbished comments on the exchange selling user data on Twitter. Quote, data in our analytics tools is fully sourced from publicly available data and does not include information, any personal identifiable information. Upon further questioning from Kraken founder Jesse Powell, Mart stated that any other company can arrive at the exact same product with publicly available data. However, this isn't Coinbase's first encounter with the United States authorities. The exchange was forced into giving the IRS information on its customers that traded more than $20,000 in value, totaling over 14,000 of the exchange's clients. Either way, Coinbase's warm relationship with the government agencies has not sat well with the crypto in cryptocurrencies enthusiasts. Several notable influencers have spoken out against Coinbase. This is this, along with hard-hitting criticism against the exchange's acquisition of Neutrino, could push customers away from the exchange. Lagging trade engine. On June 1st, 2020, Coinbase's trading engine was taken offline just a smidge of volatility in the market. Just after a smidge of volatility in the market. This is this is has happened. Somebody miswrote that. This is has happened to all often in the last few months, but the exchange addressed the problem head on this time. Platform issues and Coinbase regulatory ties have resulted in the quote, delete Coinbase hashtag making a comeback on Twitter. 
Poor customer support prompted Black Swan author, author Nassim Taleb to close his Coinbase account, much to the delight of others. As the premier exchange for retailers and institutional investors in the United States, many users unwillingly use the exchange for their cryptocurrency needs. Will co competitive brewing from the likes of Binance US, Voyager, and Ledger X, Coinbase's recent action have jeopardized its dominance in North American markets. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We are done. Crypto knots. We are done. We are done. We are done. With that said, make sure you stay safe out there and I will catch you all on the next one. Adios. Salute to you all. Pow, pow.